hope you're doing well. We are continuing our series on engaging the media as a Christian. And in this series, we've been looking at uh, how we can, as Christians, uh, be more discerning when it comes to music, books, TV shows, movies, news, social media, all the various things that we're constantly bombarded with as Christians. And uh, the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at what were the five words of wisdom regarding media. And it was just kind of uh, more of a foundation uh, look at uh, what are some things that we need to keep in mind as we look at these various forms of communication. Uh, this week, what we're going to do is we're going to focus more specifically on uh, media as it relates to TV shows. And this is uh, really big and it's, it's uh, in culture and it's really taken a lot of different uh, turns. It used to be uh, TV shows were just what you find uh, on television. They came at certain times, but now with the advent of uh, streaming, you have Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus. You have so many different types of uh, streaming uh, TV shows that you can uh, binge watch. You have just a, a wide assortment of various things, and now even movies are beginning to move into that uh, sphere as well. And so there's quite a bit to uh, touch on. And in fact, what we talk about this week as it relates to TV shows is going to overlap in some ways with movies, which we'll talk about next week. And so you'll see some similarities, but there are some uh, important differences that we're going to note as well. Now, one thing I want to say right off the bat as it relates to TV shows, and again, this will apply to movies as well, and honestly, probably uh, most different types of media that you'll consume, the one, one of the big principles I want us to hit on uh, this week is that it's less about what you watch and more about how you engage in it. Let me say that again, just to, uh, so we don't uh, lose sight of this. It's less about what you watch and more about how you engage in it. And we talked about some of that uh, over the last couple of weeks when we talked about, you know, there are good secular shows, movies, music out there, uh, if you approach them with discernment, and there can be uh, not so helpful, not so edifying, not so uh, biblically accurate uh, Christian movies, music, and so forth out there as well. And so it's not just what you watch or what you listen to or what you read, but it's how you engage in it. And that certainly applies to the realm of television shows as well. Now, uh, one uh, thing that we need to keep in mind, and this is something that I did not realize until later on in my Christian walk when I began to uh, learn more of what it means to have a biblical worldview and learn more about just the idea of worldview in general. And that is the, the point that everything uh, in our world, especially every media uh, that we engage in, all of it promotes some type of worldview. Sometimes it's a biblical worldview. Sometimes it's a not-so-biblical worldview. So every uh, song you listen to on the radio or sing in church, every uh, TV show, movie, book, everything you engage in has a particular worldview attached to it. The question becomes, is the worldview of this particular thing that I'm engaging in, does it line up with the Bible or does it kind of contradict the Bible? And so we really need to pay attention uh, to what that looks like. And we're going to get a little bit more specific into that as we, we move forward. But that's something to really keep in mind. You need to be uh, asking that uh, of everything you engage in. What is the thing that this is trying to promote? Is this promoting something that the Bible agrees with or disagrees in? So I, I want to 
state at the very outset of uh, our time here tonight that I am in no way, shape, form, or fashion going to give you a list of rules. Here's what you can watch. Here's what you can't watch. Uh, that, that is not my place. That is between you and the Holy Spirit. That is between you and how you come and approach and understand God's Word and how He applies that to your life. So I'm not here to give you a bunch of rules. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry to disappoint anyone who, who uh, uh, is watching this or listening to this who is hoping for the top 10 rules for how to engage with uh, TV shows as a Christian. That's not what this is. But instead of, what, instead of giving you uh, rules, what I do hope to give you are a list of Maybe principles, things to keep in mind, questions to ask, ways to kind of filter through and think through uh, some of the things that we we watch on our TV or on our computer or smartphone. And so um, let's let's go ahead and jump right into it because there, there's uh, quite a bit to cover. Uh, first, one of the things we need to ask when it comes to TV shows as a Christian is what is the content? Now, usually this is the thing that people pay most attention to, um, and, and that's great. We need to pay attention to this, but we don't need to stop there, as we're going to see a little bit later on. But let's just kind of camp out here for just a second and think about the content, what's in the show itself that we need to be paying close attention to. This includes things like violence, language, uh, sexual content, all the all the various things that, that comprise what you're actually watching in the show itself. That's what I mean by asking this question, what is the content of the show? Um, some shows are incredibly violent. Uh, there are uh, CSI shows, there's um, um, Jack Ryan shows, Game of Thrones, uh, various shows that are, are very violent. Uh, oftentimes they include language, uh, some of them include uh, lots of sexual content. Um, and, and so we need to be very cautious and think through, should I be allowing this kind of content, visual stimulation into my mind and into my life? Now, we have to be honest with ourselves when it comes to assessing the content in these various shows. Most of us, if we're honest with ourselves, will recognize that the limits we place on the content of the things that we watch in these TV shows are often very subjective. Uh, and what I mean by that is the limits that I place on myself as to what I'm willing to watch on a show is, is subjective to me and to what I'm comfortable with and to what my conscience will allow me to watch and my understanding of um, my freedom in Christ and things of that nature. That may be very different from someone else's limits uh, and what they're willing to watch. Now, that's not to say that mine are good and yours are bad or yours are good and mine are bad. It's just... As we grow in our faith, as we grow in our understanding, as we assess you know, our background and how that affects our conscience and, and, and our preference and, and things that we want to limit, our limits on the content of the shows, movies, music, and stuff like that are going to be very subjective. One of the things that means is that I don't need to judge the things that you are watching and, and viewing and things of that nature. Now, I'm, I, let me be maybe a little bit more um, clear on that. I can judge those things. I do judge those things. You judge things as well. But we need to be careful not to condemn people uh, in regards to what they want. If it's not clearly against Scripture and against the Word of God and Christian morality, uh, then we need to be very careful. And I know there's a case to be made that many of those secular shows are against that, but we'll cover that in just a second. Before we, we, we move in that territory, let me just say a few words about this subjective limits on what we watch and what we view. Um, some people, um, uh, 
they limit uh, those type of things, violence, language, sexual content, things like that, to um, to the limit of I don't want any of them in the shows. I don't want to uh, see any um, um, violence. I don't want to hear any uh, cuss words, any profanity. I don't want to see any sexual content, and that that's fine. Um, you know that that is one subjective standard of what some people are willing to. Um, tolerate in the content that they view. Other people will tolerate some of those things. Uh, these are people who uh, are fine watching the uh, the Marvel movies, for instance. Those have been wildly popular, not only in the movies, but also in uh, spinoff TV shows, things like that. Oftentimes, they do have violence in it. Oftentimes, they do have uh, language in it. Uh, not so much sexual content, but that just is an illustration of some Christians are okay with some amount or some types of uh, of these various uh, content that often are debated in Christian circles. Some people will say, well, I'll tolerate violence in language, but I will not tolerate sexual content, or I will tolerate some language, but uh, there are other types of language that I will not tolerate, or maybe it's the amount of those things. Again, it's all kind of subjective on uh, with your conscience and where you are in your understanding of scripture and your freedom of Christ. And then there are some people who they're okay with all of it and they justify it by saying, well, uh, I'm not watching it for those things. I can uh, discern and I'm watching it maybe for the theme or for the artistic uh, beauty of the movie or the show or whatever it may be. And, you know, whether that's valid or not, let's just set that aside for a second. We're just saying that all of our standards, what we're willing to tolerate, what we're not willing to tolerate, is subjective in our understanding of what is uh, decent for a Christian. And we need to be careful when we begin uh, not just judging, but also condemning people for what they watch. Because again, there's no verse in Scripture that explicitly says, uh, thou shalt uh, not watch uh, Game of Thrones or Schindler's List or whatever it may be. Um, we need to be careful. There are principles, yes, and that's some of the stuff that we want to cover, but we just need to be very careful uh, how we interact with uh, the, the freedom in Christ that some people exercise. Now, with that said, as we continue to think about uh, the content of the shows that we're watching, uh, we need to understand that, uh, and again, please hear me out fully when I say this, uh, and, and just hold your criticism for just a little bit, the Bible has a lot of quote-unquote uncomfortable content in it. And so when we when we begin condemning certain shows because they have a lot of violence in it, realize that the, the Bible has a lot of violence in it as well. It talks about dashing uh, the children of your enemies, um, uh, their heads upon the, the rocks. It talks about, you know, uh, women who took tent pegs and drove it through men's temples and, you know, uh, uh, a man who went to assassinate a ruler and uh, he stuck it in his uh, belly and it, he was so fat that it just, uh, the whole uh, sword just went completely in. And uh, I mean, just all kinds of really, really violent stuff. And so we need to understand that the Bible is sometimes just as violent, if not more violent than some of the things that uh, are on TV. I understand that it's, that's um, not visually being shown to us. It's more in written form, but again, we have to take that into consideration as well. Um, there's, uh, it's surprising to some to, to know that uh, there is some very strong and what many of us would consider 
coarse or foul language in the Bible as well. It doesn't translate as well into our English, and sometimes it's been softened uh, for various ways. There's Hebrew uh, euphemisms for various things that we're not that many of us are not aware of. But um, again, there are some very uncomfortable words and languages and phrases and, and things like that included in Scripture. Uh, and there's some very sexual things in Scripture. There are people who are raped. There are uh, you know, concubines and all, just, all, all forms of things that are very graphic in nature in the Bible. The question really um, lands with, uh, is the, when the Bible uses those things, whether it be violence, language, sexuality, is it promoting those things? Is it saying that these things are good and that you should uh, uh, um, aspire for those things? Or is it portraying what is accurate in the world and is it showing the sinfulness of man and is it condemning these things and that's really kind of what we need to be looking for not just in scripture but also in our in our uh, media consumption as well there are certain tv shows that yes uh it can be sometimes gritty yes uh, there can be sometimes language violence uh um or adult type um things that are depicted but is it doing it in such a way that it's showing you that these things are not good, that these things are bad. Is there a biblical message uh, that's being portrayed in that? Again, I would never argue for anyone to watch anything that goes against their conscience or against their uh, standard of morality. But again, all I'm arguing for is that we be discerning with these various things. Again, another thing I, I want to emphasize to you as we think about this idea of content uh, is a warning for all those who engage in some of these uh, more secular types of media that have maybe a lot of language, a lot of violence, or a lot of um, sexuality, I would just encourage you to, to consider this. No matter how good a show is, no matter how biblical uh, some of the themes in the show may be, a good show cannot always be justified uh, in light of the bad content in it. There are some things that are just too graphic or are too violent or whatever it may be, the content can sometimes be so strong that it takes away from any redeeming value that the show may have. And so we need to be considering that when we think through this, this um, idea of what content is in the show. I've seen far too many Christians who try to justify some really rough things that they watch based on the fact that, well, there's some good themes in it. You know, there's a, a redemptive um, um, biblical theme running through the, some of the main characters and stuff like that. I understand. I, I get all that. But it's overshadowed oftentimes by the content. So again, just keep that in mind. I'm not giving you a list, list of rules, just a list of things that you may need to think about. So consider the content of the show that you're watching. Watching Now, the second thing, oftentimes, oftentimes people just stop there at the content, but I want you to take it a step further. Let's think about the worldview or the values of the show uh, and what it's promoting. As I said earlier, every show, every movie, all music, it all promotes a certain Worldview. Sometimes it promotes um, greed, you know, uh, get all that you can, live the high life, enjoy yourself, follow your own heart. Um, sometimes it promotes that. Sometimes it promotes uh, the destructiveness of those things. Sometimes it promotes forgiveness and unconditional love. You have to look at what is it that this show is promoting. Uh, there are some shows that uh, people would think are innocent that are actually promoting a very 
for worldview. Uh, here recently, uh, there are numerous examples that can be given. Uh, the one that just comes off the top of my head is Sesame Street. Um, because of all the, the woke agenda and the LGBTQ stuff that's being uh, uh, pushed uh, nowadays in our culture, Sesame Street has been uh, adopting a lot of that and they're including a lot of the LGBTQ stuff and, and um, uh, social justice uh, type things that are out there that are in many ways don't reconcile with a, a biblical worldview. And so while it may seem innocent and while there are just uh, whole generations of kids who are just consuming this uh, stuff, the worldview behind a lot of the stuff that's coming out that way is not biblical. Another example uh, of a show that I, I do particularly like is um, Seinfeld. That's an old show. It's a very funny show. I, I enjoy watching it. But again, the worldview behind Seinfeld is really, uh, um, in many ways, not a biblical worldview. The whole uh, show is it's a their tagline is it's a show about nothing. It's about just the randomness of their life. There's no uh, unifying theme throughout the various episodes. It's all just about them living their life, doing whatever they want. Um, there's no point to the show, and a part of the the um, the theme, the worldview behind it is the randomness of life. That there is no point to any of it. In fact, that's how the show left off. It's just uh, it was a clip of all the the randomness of their life, and they just end up in jail, uh, just sitting there. And it makes no sense. And that's kind of the worldview behind it is that life makes no sense. And so again, that's just another example. It's meaningless entertainment, but it's pointing to a particular type of worldview as well. Another show that. Um, I have some experience watching that, that I also enjoy uh, is The Office. Um, it's just, again, another comedy show, uh, but I believe it does kind of have a little bit more of a, a some biblical themes in it. I won't say it's necessarily a biblical worldview, but some biblical values in the sense that uh, the main character in The Office, Michael Scott, is just this goofball who does a really, really a lot of awkward, um, stupid things in his life, but deep down in his heart throughout the series, you can see that he just has a good heart. He, he means well. He loves people. He's just really awkward, and he, he just fumbles through life. Um, but I think a part of the value or the worldview that's communicated by that is you, look, you grow to, to love him and a lot of the other misfits there in the office who are all just kind of, um, again, goofballs, but you see the good heart behind them, and it's just this idea that yeah, you're probably surrounded by people who just say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, but look past that and look at what's going on in their heart and learn to, to love them and have compassion on them, even though they, they stumble and they fall constantly. That's a, that's a good thing. Uh, that's, that's a positive value and worldview there. Now, I would be uh, negligent if I didn't also uh, um, tie in a popular series that uh, I've heard a lot of talk about, and even as I kind of did some research on this particular uh, part of our study, it popped up over and over and over again, so I'll just kind of address it uh, and just kind of kick, kick around this hornet's nest. I've already mentioned a little bit, but Game of Thrones, a lot of people have been wondering, should Christians watch Game of Thrones? Should they not watch Game of Thrones? I honestly don't have a lot of experience with the show itself. Um, I've seen some episodes uh, but my main experience with Game of Thrones is I, I did read the books of Game of Thrones, and the books themselves, um, uh, they, there is a lot of good value in the storyline and some of the themes in the sense that it shows 
the brokenness of the world. That sometimes good people still have bad things that happen to them. Sometimes bad people end up getting ahead in life and and uh, seem to be uh, coming out on top. And it just kind of shows this paradox and this brokenness of the world. But again, one of my hesitancies with recommending Game of Thrones is the fact that uh, it's just so overt with some of its violence and some of its language and especially some of its sexual content that it sometimes overshadows any redeeming values that you could see in the show. But one thing I will say before we move on to our third and last little um, thing to consider when looking at TV shows, when it comes to the content, when it comes to the worldview, if you find a show that you like, but maybe it's it's violence, it's language, or it's... Um, uh, uh, sexual content is just too much and, and you feel uncomfortable with it, you wish you could enjoy the show or you still enjoy the show, it just makes you feel a little awkward because of all the other stuff. Uh, there are some great resources out there. The, the one that I know of um, best is a resource called Vid, V-I-D, Angel. Vid Angel is a great resource. I, I think it's free. There may be some paid subscriptions to it, but essentially what you can do is uh, you can set up your profile to um, watch any type of show, any type of movie, and filter out the things that you don't want to hear uh, or don't want to see. And so you can filter out all cuss words or just the ones that you don't like. You can filter out all sexual content or just the ones that make you feel uh, uncomfortable. You can filter out violence, anything you want, and you can customize it. And when you watch it, it will skip through or mute the things that you don't want to view. And so uh, for those who are wanting to engage in more things, or maybe you have teenagers or whatever, and they're wanting to watch things, but you're kind of uncomfortable with some of it, I would really recommend VidAngel. And there are probably some other comparable things out there that can help you with that. Um, but uh, I would just uh, encourage you to look into some of that if that's something that uh, would benefit you. Now, moving right along, the third thing that I would just uh, encourage you to think through, not only do you need to think through content, not only do you need to think through worldview and values when it comes to TV shows, but also asking the question, is this edifying? Is this edifying? And is this edifying for you as an individual? Is it edifying for your family? Is it edifying for those that uh, you may be uh, that you may come in contact with, that you may discuss these things with? Is it going to harm your testimony? Uh, if, if other people know that you watch this or if you watch this with other people, are they going to want to, um, uh, is it going to harm your ability to uh, witness to them, to, to disciple them, to share your faith with them? Right? So it's not worth it. Uh, are you better off for watching this? Uh, or is it causing you to stumble or is it causing you to think critically about things? Um, these are all things that we need to kind of consider. And because of the, the move that um, TV shows have gone now into where now you can stream them and, and binge watch them, are you overindulging in uh, this TV show? Are you wasting time uh, that you could be spending with family or spending time with God or just doing other productive things? Are you slacking off at work because uh, you're overindulging in some of these things? If so, then it's not worth it. You need to, you know, rethink and, and prayer, prayerfully consider whether or not you need to uh, reassess uh, your media consumption, especially as it results, uh, as it relates to TV. Now, with that said, those are the three main things that I would just encourage you to think through as, as it relates to your TV consumption. Uh, is it, uh, what is the content? Uh, what is the worldview or values that are being promoted by it? 
and is it edifying? Those are three principles I would really encourage you to think through. Now, uh, I would like to close out our time here tonight as we think through uh, TV consumption by uh, reading just a number of verses. These are just a bunch of verses that kind of, again, instill some biblical principles as it relates to the things that we consume. So I'm going to read some of these. I may, um, I may comment on some of them as I read them, uh, but just hear these, think through what uh, these verses teach as far as the principles behind how we need to approach these types of entertainment. So from Matthew uh, 5, verse 28, Jesus tells us this, But I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And again, the obvious implication there is if we're watching a TV show where uh, there is nudity, where there is a lot of sexual content and it's causing you in your heart to to lust and to um, to think impure thoughts, then obviously that is a problem and you need to uh, distance yourself from those things. Matthew 6, verses 22 through 23, the uh, eye is the lamp of the body. If your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? Here Jesus is saying, listen, you know, if you fill your mind with dark things, with sinful things, if you are in, uh, being entertained by the things that make God sad, then that that's a problem. And you need to consider that because what you, uh, what you allow into your mind is going to find its way out in your words and actions. So just keep that in mind. Also, Paul tells us in Romans 12, 2, it says, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Again, uh, I know a lot of Christians talk about uh, um, the importance of us uh, watching certain things and engaging in certain media so that we uh, can know what the world is uh, thinking and doing and so we can better engage them. And I'm all for that. But we also need to be careful that we don't align ourselves so closely with the world and engage in some of those things that there's no differentiating um, uh, characteristics between us. And we end up becoming carbon copies of the world. Uh, lastly, I'll just leave you with uh, first. Thessalonians 5, verses 21 and 22, it says, Test everything, hold on to what is good, avoid what is evil. Again, that importance of discernment. Um, just because uh, you're able to watch something doesn't mean that it's beneficial or edifying for you to watch that thing. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. And so we need to be very careful what we watch and make sure we think through those things. Content, worldview, and is it edifying? So as you think through those things, as you pray through those things, I hope that God will guide you, direct you, and make you a stronger Christian and a better person who can discern uh, what God's will is for your life. With that said, take care. Come back next week as we take a look at the movies. Until then, God bless.